0: What's up, Internet? You're tuning in to episode 31 of the Flip Screen Games Podcast, a weekly video game podcast where two best buds from different nations come together to talk about the wide, wide world of video games. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Steven Radford. Hello, hello. Hello, Steve. This is, uh, is going to be an interesting one, because this episode, I think, is going to be the the... The most grab bag episode we've had in a while. I feel like we've had a lot of these like very tight theme episodes. We did a Mario-themed episode in celebration of Mario Day, uh, which it is right today, everybody. Check out Steve's great t-shirt. Um, <laughs> over on Nintendo Noise, go check that out. Um, but this one, this week, it's we're all over the map. We're talking about Elden Ring. We're talking about Horizon. We got some questions from the question blocks. We might even get to check in on our predictions. It's going to be a fun one.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we've had the predictions check in at the bottom of the document for like the last four weeks because we've been meaning to check in forever, but there's just been Stuff busy news or just like we're playing games and we end up talking about them for way longer than we thought we would, um, or do two weeks of on one game because one week we hate it and the next week we're in <laughs> love with it. So yes, yes. Yeah, been... What a
0: series, though, right? What a what a what a two parter <laughs> that episode was, you know. <laughs> Um, friend of the show, Max Wright, uh, had tweeted about it and was like, "Oh, I went on such a journey listening to these episodes back to back."
1: He went on an actual physical journey and was listening to it, and was, I guess presumably listening to me hating on Elden Ring for the first hour, and then tunes into the next episode, and all of a sudden I'm in love with the fucking game. <laughs> it's just You're like, like it's my yeah. game of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's the duality of man, you know, Steve, that's that's we all have good and evil within us. Right. So that was you showcasing uh, the two extremes. Now, whether liking or disliking Elden Ring is good or evil, I guess, is really in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, the verdict's out on that one. You'll have Mm -hmm. to write in and let us know what you think. (laughs) But uh, speaking of writing in and letting us know what you think, there's a bunch of ways that you can write in and be a part of the show. Uh head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can, you know, show your support, get involved, do a bunch of other stuff. One of those ways you can show your support is to go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash flipscreen games, just like our Patreon producers did for the month of March. They are, of course, Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, Mary Berry, Smilky Shake, Waka Hula, and Zaid Ida. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash games. Y'all are the realest of the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this fine, fine program. Uh, and like I said, Flipscreen.games, you can get links to that and a bunch of other places you can find us all over the web, including our, uh, our Twitch channel. We're there every Wednesday and Thursday. We streamed uh, our live reactions to Sony's latest State of Play. You can go check that out if you haven't already. We did a little bit of a pre-show where we kind of talked about Hopes and Dreams, we did our live watch-along, and then we did kind of a post-show breakdown reacts with the uh, chat. So uh, if you haven't seen that, if you want to hear our thoughts about all those announcements, go check it out. There's a bunch of great content where you can get wherever you go and you know, check us out, however you choose to support us. We appreciate you being here and being a part of what we're trying to build here at Flip Screen Games. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, Steve, we're playing the same games we've been playing for the last couple weeks. It is, of course... Elden Ring is the the main event. Uh, Horizon, you know, shortly uh, thereafter, depending on who you're talking to. Um, Lots of good games right now. Lots of good games taking up our time and competing for our attention. How are you getting on with Elden Ring? I know you are like, way, way further in because it's been like the only thing you're playing, basically, right?
1: yeah it pretty much is the only thing i'm playing i'm 30 hours into the game now i'm totally in love with it i consider this game a true masterpiece at this point um i get the exact same vibes i know right i get the exact same vibes i got when i first played breath of the wild you're like running it around and you're just like oh something. looks like there's something over there and you go look and there is something there or you look on your map and you say it looks like that might be a building or a cave or something so i'm gonna put a pin on it and i'm gonna go and explore and see what's there and you get there and there's something really fucking cool there or there's there's another boss or there's like a little encampment with a treasure chest in it's just so fun i love it it's amazing um having such a good time with it uh, I totally picked. I realized I've totally picked the wrong class at the beginning. I've managed to rejig things, but this the my one handed sword, and in the other hand, I've got my uh, staff, so I can chop and I can then cast spells. It's great. It's it's the perfect combo. It's so the no winning shield. combo.
0: You're not not a shield so, user.
1: So I'll I'll switch to the shield when I go in with the sword. But often I'll just have my sword and my staff equipped, so I can quickly do a jump attack if I want, and then roll back out and, and hit them from uh, with a ranged attack immediately thereafter. So it works; it works okay. quite well, to be honest. Um, I, I recommend if you haven't checked out magic in this game, check check it out. I know a lot of people are against it. Some diehard souls people consider it playing like like playing the game on easy mode or whatever. But I'm just like if it's in the game it's there f- to be used. I, I, I don't see the point in people trying to ring fence it and just be like, oh, no, I'm only going to play with a uh, big sword running around because uh, that's like, how the game's if, intended if to that's be played. How you,
0: if that's how you want to play, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, it, that's just gatekeeping. Like, I have no patience for that shit. Don't tell other people how to play a video game. It really doesn't matter. Like, However you're maximizing your enjoyment of the game is the right way to play the game.
1: Yeah, and I will say this game does a really good job at at kind of forcing you to change your playstyles throughout. Uh, I initially, when I first got my, my staff, I was using it all the time. But there are some enemies that are just totally resistant to magic or you'll hit them with the magic and it's just it's not really having any effect whatsoever. And in those cases, you really have to go in with, with a sword. Dragons, for example, are one specific... Um, like use case. You know, you can hit them on their legs, but the the way you're meant to kill the dragons is you're meant to wait for them to come down and you stab them in the eye with your sword. Magic really doesn't have an effect on on dragons and they're they're throughout the world you're going to need to take them down as you play the game. And and I like that. I like that you can't get comfortable. In I'm just gonna always use the same strategy in every battle. I'm just gonna spam my right bumper. I'm gonna dodge the attacks. I'm gonna quickly take my my um, cerulean flask to top up my FP. You you can't get comfortable with it because every single boss is different. Every single enemy is different in the way that you have to approach them. You know, some of them as well have like uh, protected armor. Like they might be made out look like they're made out of cement. You can't get them with the swipe attacks on a sword. You have to hit them with a charged attack or it just will not make a dent in them. And it's it's learning things like that that I really appreciate and like. It's what I liked about Metroid. It's just learning, well, what, what's the best approach? How do I do this? And I, I must have on stream done the same enemy eight to eight to 15 times over the course of two streams. I eventually got him and it's just that that like just euphoria you feel for finally being able to take take down the taking down a boss it's it's amazing i hope when you stream it tonight that you get that feeling i hope we can get you to, to, to a point where you're taking on a boss because it is it's so satisfying
0: yeah i think i think that's what i want to do i want to try to move forward a little bit because i was kind of like trying to get my feet wet the last time we were playing and i was just kind of like running around and grinding and killing wolves or whatever i was doing um so i definitely would love to try to get into that loop a little bit more so yeah uh, i guess time is so weird for me with like the way that we record these and and the stuff we do in between because to the audience i've been playing the game <laughs> well i guess to some of the audience i've been playing the game for a week but if you only listen to the podcast the last time we had spoken i had not even put hands on it yet so um i streamed it on our, our twitch channel last thursday and I ended up having fun, um, a lot more fun than I thought I would. And I think for me, at least right now, I think that's how I want to experience the game: is on stream with chat and like having like folks in the community, like Asobi and and uh, Ciara, like being able to kind of like coach me, you know, through the obtuse stuff about the game, you know, mm-hmm. and like even you, like, and the experience that you had you know 10 15 hours in wherever you were a week ago right and like being able to have you kind of like all parse some of the stuff for me so that i didn't have to go through that kind of like what am i doing like how like how do i do this like this feels clunky like you know i think there's still there's still things about the game that like to me i still struggle to like see how they click
1: like what you know what, um what are you struggling with at the moment because i can understand the controls that they're, they're very different in finicky compared to other games right i'm so used yeah. to pushing down the left stick to sprint in everything and it's just it's not the way yeah. it works in this
0: well that's like a great example right like when we were on stream i kept accidentally drinking my flask yeah i don't know why I, what you were real- clicking x4 what was it i realized why well it's squ- it's um it's X, but on PlayStation, it's square. And in Horizon, that's the button you push to crouch.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense then.
0: So I, d- I definitely must have been doing it absentmindedly, being like, oh, I want to crouch, or I want to do this, or I'm thinking I'm playing something else, right? Um, but I think in general, yeah, I don't I don't think the controls feel great. I feel like steering... It kind of reminds me of like what I didn't like about the way that The Witcher controls, where I feel like I'm kind of steering a boat sometimes, like... It like I'm my character is kind of slow to react well, to that things could very well feels- be
1: your armor load as well, because the armor load and how much you've got on you, depending on what your endurance is, will will vary how much you can carry. And if your armor load is medium, you'll be walking sluggish. If it's heavy, you will not be able to roll at all. Uh, And if it's light, you'll be very agile and you and you can like just whip around the place. Maybe that's. But the problem is, maybe that's what I'm if you're light, then you are very susceptible to attacks. You're wearing like a cloth garment and it's going to do nothing unless it's magically charged.
0: Hmm. I should have been the naked guy just no armor
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh, that's that's a route i would not recommend anyone who's like new to new to the game taking i cannot imagine leaving there with no armor whatsoever it would be horrendous
0: but i think aside from that really the only thing about it that still like rubs me the wrong way i guess is like it's like very obtuse right like it's very like it's it's not it's funny because, like, I think of like Breath of the Wild, right? And like, I don't think of that as a game that tells you where to go and what to do very much, right? Like, it it does to a degree. The beginning, but a it lot of it all. is kind of just like, yeah, right. But after that, once you're kind of like off the rails, it's like a little bit more like. Go in whatever direction you want. And find what you're going to find. And, like, yeah, you have a general idea of, like, go off to those big things off in the distance. But just kind, that, kind, kind of, of like... how I
1: feel that Elden Ring is. Like, you have. Yes. You, yes. you have the, the great point, like, the grace sites, and they have those golden streams coming off, and you follow them, and it's like dot to dot to dot to dot, dot, dot. And eventually, you'll get mm-hmm. to the point where the next main quest item, like, carries on from.
0: And, like, in that regard, I'm. That doesn't bother me,
1: right? Like, I'm not bothered
0: by the fact that the game, like, you know, because, like, I feel like the conversation has devolved into this thing where it's like, oh, everybody who doesn't like it wants it to be an Ubisoft game and everybody who does like it um, is defending the fact that it's, like, obtuse, right? And, like, I I don't, I I think that's fine, right? Like, I I don't, I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in between those opinions, right? Where, like, I don't want a ton of shit clogging up the HUD like that's definitely not my preference Um, which I think is very much how Breath of
1: the Wild is and you can turn the mini map off on Breath of the Wild and you get a very similar experience then to what you get with Elden Ring in fact it's even cleaner because you don't have the the, like compass at the top on Breath of the Wild Mm -hmm. which you do have on Elden Ring
0: yeah and like you know I, I, so like with that regard like navigating the world and everything like i'm good with that you know like I, I do feel like having some kind of uh like quest log would be helpful and like not again not having a waypoint not being like here's where you gotta go but just being like oh you know so and so said they were gonna meet me at these ruins and then now, like, what, it's just what there, i've so been, I remember, what I've been doing
1: with that though is you can put markers on the map like not as in just mm-hmm. the blue markers, you can actually put icons on there. If you click X. Yeah, instead, there's like
0: a character one, there's yeah. like a resource so one. I, I've been So you can, you can put, do that yourself. I've been
1: putting it. them on myself of where I need to go. And what I have is yeah. if I know I, I use them I don't use them for their what their intended thing is. Like there's a diamond one and like a, a a skull and crossbones and stuff, but I'll pick an icon for whatever one quest that I'm doing is, and so I'll say this is where the quest originated from. This is where the quest told me to go, and then I know where I've got to go mm-hmm. back to. And it's just, and and I'm with you. I do think a, a quest log wouldn't detract from it. They could make it so there's a log where it literally just is a log where it just says such and such told me this and to whatever do this they told me hasn't got to have a waypoint right? like- on the map. It could just be someone told me about a fort down south. Because I had a point on stream where I'd forgotten what someone had said. And I had to go and look at a wiki because it was just like, oh, but if you've already defeated this boss, then you can't basically do this do this quest in the way that it's told you to do it. You have to meet him somewhere else. And we I was so confused for like 30 minutes. I had Timberwolf telling me and she, she had no idea like it was just a whole thing. And like that to me is like that's
0: not good, right? Like that's 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 getting in the way of you experiencing the game and like that to me is just like not that's not ideal but um but even those things right like I, those are all things i can accept and and move on from and it's like cool it is what it is um but yeah like i just i don't i don't feel like the game has sufficiently taught me how to play right like there are a lot of things that became essential to the way i was handling my character that I don't feel like the game communicated to me very well, but like people in the chat did, you know, like I think it was Ciara who told me how to do the, oh, like there's there was like a button combination where you're you just hold both things and you can like quickly switch from the buckler shield and then you put it away and just two hand your sword. It does tell you that it
1: did tell you that in the tutorial. And the problem was okay, so you were reading through the tutorial while you were streaming, so I would imagine a lot that's of it fair. didn't go in because it does tell you about the two-handed weapon stuff, and it also tells you about how to do the block and instantly charge attack. You remember when that guy kept running at okay. you, and you were meant to like block? Yes. And we were like, yeah. we were like, click RP. You really have to keep clicking R and like lock on to these people, otherwise you're just going to die. And it took. I don't think you managed to successfully do the attack. You ended up just chopping him. Well, and, that's and the leaving. thing.
0: Because I was trying to parry, because that's what I thought it was tre- tre- trying to teach me how to do. But then Ciara actually explained it, and I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, so maybe that's on me, right? Maybe that has to do with the environment and, like, the way I was I, playing I'm
1: I but... with you, though. I felt that the tutorial, and I know this is really, like, the first time there has been a proper tutorial in a Souls game. It wasn't great. Didn't teach you a lot. I, I didn't find all the, like, places, the waypoints to find the map pieces, for example, to reveal the map. I was just running around thinking that... The, like, non-revealed map with just the brown background was all I was getting for the course of the whole game.
0: I've had two or three friends say that, where they're like, oh, I'm, like, 20 hours in, and I like, haven't, like, the map's still gray or whatever. Like, maybe not 20 hours. That's probably a huge exaggeration. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I've been playing for multiple sessions, and yeah. I have not yet figured this out. I got I got to <laughs> 10,
1: I got to, like, eight ten 10 hours before, like, I streamed, and then um tyler was just like oh you know if you go to these like little towers that are on the map you can pick up the pick up the map pieces and everything on the map i was like i did not know that i'm going to go and do that right now (laughs) yeah and it's like i don't know
0: because like i don't know what it is i guess it's just the way in which it's conveying information is like
1: it's just tough for me like i i I feel like i never struggle this much to pick up a control scheme right away yeah, that's fair. The, the control stream's fiddly, but once you get it down, it feels quite natural. I'm used to it now. The The controls yeah. are something that, that is, there is a steep learning curve. And now having watched a few people play the start of this game, I can see how it was easy to miss where the map was, but also what the game wanted you to do. I think they just put that first initial map piece on the wrong side of that first encampment because people approach that encampment with all of the the like um the guards right the one where they kept killing you yeah. uh that had that underground that was a boss area. fight wasn't it i was, <laughs> i was there for like the whole time well he the, there's there's so many of them and you haven't got your horse at that point and so i know a lot of people probably just walked around it and or snuck through or i know i was trying to do it sneakily to get the stealth attacks in cuz i was playing as a bandit and i only had a only had a little a dagger so I totally missed it because I was just looking for a grace site and I wasn't going to be going into the encampment to pick up a, an item when there was all of those people around. So I think if they'd have moved that to the other side to to cater for the fact that we don't have a horse yet, we're probably not going to be able to survive this battle because this, this encampment's here to, to teach you that you can't just run in guns blazing. I do think there is some intent from the game designers to try and say... You need to go steady, and you need to be thoughtful in your approach, and you can't just go straight in. Like the um, the tree sentinel, for example, that first boss that you encountered when you left. Yeah, you're never meant to beat that. Like early in the game, you're 100 percent meant to come back. And I can imagine some people do beat it first time because they were probably really skilled at Souls games. But it's there to teach you that you can just run away, and that you can just you don't have yeah. to beat bosses in this game.
0: And like. I I think where I'm like, not even where I'm where I have experienced friction with the game because I don't know that like I would say that this is like something I felt consistently, but like it it feels as though because I can see that right like and and people always praise from for their level design specifically and like the ways in which that like levels you know like you'll get through this space and then you'll you'll find this way to kick down a ladder and then that connects this to this other zone and like there's like this real thought about how things are built out um which is cool but i don't know i guess it's like as an uninitiated player right like i i guess i'm still learning how the game signposts things because as it stands like that tower, right? Like, I, like You were like, oh, oh, go, go get that tower. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: And it's yeah, like, I oh, didn't it's, know it's them black. either until Tyler showed me. It's just like an obelisk. like yeah. It's just like
0: this thing that's here. And there's no indicator that I can interact with it any more or less than anything else that's around. No, because it's just and an like,
1: item down on the floor. And that item can be anything, right? right. It could, it's just the same as any item in the game. Yeah, and it's, and it's pot luck a lot of the time as to whether you get like a, a herb or you get a golden rune um and i i think
0: part of it also for me is like i don't know i think it's just the way that i like scan environments sometimes too like i know that like i have i'm pretty confident i have adhd right like i'm in the process of figuring out like getting diagnosed for that and everything and like i i know that i sometimes have a tendency to like i'm like scanning environments and trying to find like oh can I interact with this can I interact with that and like the way that the game presents things isn't obvious in that way and I think that that's another thing that like I have to learn that lesson that you said of like slowing down and being like really look and see like can I interact with anything here is there anything I can find like you know should I? Do I need to go down this stairwell and find this chest? Well, I mean, chest yeah, you down have to. Basement.
1: You you have to learn that if there's people around, there's probably some, they're probably there for a reason. Like, what are they guarding? Why would there be all of these yeah, guards yeah. here? You've got to think logically, like it's the real world. Like, why would they be here? they're, they're probably. Yeah, like I appreciate
0: valuable. that. That's that's not me critiquing it. It's just like I think that there are ways in which I wish it was like a little bit more accommodating. I guess like I wish that like the first time that I find that map piece it's like hey this is a thing you should look out for right and then I'll be like oh okay good I learned that lesson thank you you mm-hmm. know um the fact that the game like asks you to do all of that learning kind of like independently um it's not it's it's again it's not a bad thing it's more just like it's it's very different and it's something I think I need to like get used to um which is why I think I enjoyed the experience of playing it on stream because I was able to kind of get coached a little bit and kind of like, like, oh, hey, like, this is a way you should be thinking about the game, like, as somebody who has played these games before is farther than you. Um, And I've not everybody in our community, every friend I have that's playing this game has all said, like, the only way to get into these games is to have somebody teach you how to play them,
1: which I don't love if I'm honest I, I haven't really had anyone like, teach me how to play i had I've had people point out a few minor things, and I think I probably would have found them on my own if I'd have just carried on exploring. Mm. Like, the map pieces. Do you think you would have, though? Like, do you think you would have kept exploring? Or would you have gotten frustrated? Oh, no, I was still having a great time with it. I I was just under the illusion that that's what the map looked like. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is what the map looks (laughs) like. Because it's no different to, like, do you remember Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion's map? It just looked like it was parchment paper. And you, like, moved around it. And it was all, like, scrawled on with pen. I was just like, yeah, this is fine. I can deal with this map. This is no issue. I thought I was just exploring. And, like, Breath of the Wild is all brown as well there's no real detail in it it's just i thought that's what it was okay
0: interesting yeah i don't know so i mean for me like i i think my initial impressions are are more positive than not like there are still things about the souls formula that like i just i think i'm still in that place you were week one where it's just like i just don't get it yet you know we'll get you or like like, or like
1: get you beating some bosses and then you'll be you'll be into yeah
0: and, and I guess it's not even necessarily to say that I don't get it. It's more like it's just not clicking for me, right? Like it's like okay, like I, I see this, I see why someone would like this, but like you know, when but I had, I think had, at the moment we'll this... you
1: can't see it as like a ten out of ten masterpiece. I don't think you do see it as that, and I think you probably are no. just like what is I don't get it. What are people seeing? Why is why do people think this is so good? That's I, what I, can I meant intellectualize from when I said. It. Like, that, that's you know what, what I mean? meant when I said I don't get it. I was just like I genuinely don't get what people see in this game. It just feels like it felt like any other game, and the more I played, the more I found the more every area of that map is filled with something cool to find then the fact that you just you just keep want to keep exploring and the bosses are so so cool like every single one's different, the enemies are incredible this i've had so many moments where i've just screamed out like uh, screamed out like like, what the fuck or like oh my god like it's just yeah there's a lot there's a lot i think of stories for you as a player to create in the game which is really cool
0: yeah and and i think that's something that i can definitely see the appeal of is like those water cooler moments of like discovering something and then like being afraid of it and dying and coming back and beating it and then having that confidence and you know like that that element of it is definitely not lost on me um and like i was having fun playing it which was something i wasn't expecting like even when i was dying like i was laughing i was you
1: know fooling around that's the best way that's the best way to go is to is to laugh when you die i got that tip i think it was was kirk hamilton on the uh on the triple click podcast and his thing was when he was because he he made all of the team as part of their like predictions bet when like years ago made them play uh bloodborne i think it was it may have been jason that made them play it and he was just like the only way i could get through these games is whenever i got killed i laughed out loud and just like took it in my stride and found it funny because you're meant to die like that's the whole point of these games like that's why the death animation is so ridiculous and the guy screams (laughs) as he dies (laughs) you died
0: (laughs) i see that's the funny thing though too that's another reason that i think playing it on stream was beneficial for me is that like dying for an audience and, and laughing about it is it's funny like it's entertaining and like i know that i'm entertaining the people watching so it doesn't feel as much like i'm just like oh, i'm just fighting this boss over and over again and eating shit it's like well but like i'm having yeah, fun if right, you right feel we're like around that. if yeah.
1: you ever get to a boss and you're like i'm fighting this boss over and over again and i'm getting nowhere that's when you know i'm too low level, gotta go level uh, up. Or i've got to level up yeah. or my items that i'm using need leveling up or changing that these this weapon might suck and you need to go and figure out how to to improve that. Yeah,
0: which is like also just like not a thing I love doing. If I'm honest, I don't love like I don't love uh, like very spreadsheety RPGs. Is like the way I describe it, where it's like, okay, let me compare this uh, item to this item, and oh, this loot, like oh, this it's quite good has. though. They uh, like they
1: give they give just a grade level, like A to E and so you, that I you like. can just look at it fine. and go this and is a grade C for dexterity this is a grade B for intelligence
0: I also I the I, that's something I wanted to praise it for is I remember there was a point where I was leveling things up and it was like very very straightforward about like okay when you do this this will be the, the this is how the stats will change yeah. if you do this level and I was like oh okay this is ver- very like it's very pre- it's presented in a very very digestible way of like Boom, 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 boom. Um, Even though I don't really feel like the game told me what all the stats do. I
1: I learned that from watching a YouTube video. It it does if you click the cheese Slices button, and it'll bring up the little help section, and it'll tell you. Because I only learned that Faith, because I was not going to put any points on Faith. I was like, I'm not really bothered about it. It gives you fire resistance, and one of the bosses breathes a lot of fire. And so I just spent... A good like five levels i just put them all on my faith and i was like Ooh, my fire resistance is going way up and then that boss was a piece of cake nice cool all
0: right yeah maybe i'll have to check that out too i think that's one of the areas where like i definitely i want to get to the point where i'm enjoying the game enough that i want to play it off stream more um have you played it off stream much low. at all i have not okay um my xbox is still downstairs uh and i i it's still hooked up i haven't touched it since we were live last yeah um and like i've thought about it a lot like it's definitely been like oh like i do want to play it i want to get further in i want to like understand it more but um i think i that's that's been a tough ask for me right now um because like the other game i'm playing is horizon and like i just like it more, you know, like, and I might feel differently about Elden Ring when I'm, when I'm in it. Right. But like right now, horizon's the game I'm in. Right. And like, that's the game I'm enjoying playing the most and thinking about. And like, I've been waiting for that game for five years. Like I'm very, I'm like getting into the meat of the story in a meaningful way. Um, And it's just like, it's tough for me to want to pull myself away from that to, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of like force myself to like eat my broccoli long enough that I like the game, you know what I mean? Whereas like Horizon, it was an instant like, this clicks for me. I like this series a lot, you know? Um, And it's funny, like that actually takes us into, we had got a question here in the question block from uh, one of our uh, patreon supporters matt murphy who wrote in and said do you guys have time for personal gaming outside of the show i feel like new releases have been nonstop. stop what are you playing as an escape slash for yourself and like horizon's kind of been that for me like we are kind of past it coverage wise at this point like we're probably going to do a spoiler cast at some point but like other than that like we haven't talked about it in what two or three weeks and like i'm just taking the game absolutely at my pace like i'm going as slow as I want, I'm doing all the side quests I come across. Like, I'm not doing like a hundred. Like, I haven't like bothered with like the hunting lodge. Oh or yeah, I yet, don't care but, about
1: like, those. I don't care about the errands. I just do the ones marked side quest because they're really yeah, like the stuff like, that has a story yeah, meaty, impact. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they're great. Like, I've really been enjoying them. um So for me, like that has really been the game that like that's my game I'm playing for myself, and like that's the game I want to unwind with at the end of the day. Lately. Um, and the other thing I've been doing is I'm still chipping away at, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm still filling out the decks and like maximizing all of the decks entries and stuff. Like
1: I just, I'm surprised at I that. Like got, I like, thought like, you'd have been just like, I don't know. I don't care about that anymore because Scarlet's on the horizon. No,
0: nah, I mean, it's for, it's far enough out. And like, I want to complete the decks. Like I knew that that was something I wanted to do in this game. Um, and I'm really close now. Like I have to go and catch the, uh the genies and i have a couple other pokemon i still need to evolve um and then that's it like i'll you know i'm gonna go do the and i, I won't spoil what it is if you're not
1: aware but i'll go do the like end game boss thing that's like think the last, last thing it, like the other week they showed it in the in the pokemon oh, tr- in the pokemon presents i was just like why have you shown that but like I was I
0: was messing around with the the uh update they did with all like the extra battles that they added and stuff like that. I was messing around with that last night. Um so like I'm that's another game I've been chipping away at, kind of like just as like, you know, that's like the thing I'm playing at night when I'm in bed winding down. Um and like I'm also like pretty much always playing MTG Arena, which is the Magic the Gathering um, mm-hmm. you know, the digital version, the game video game version of it. That's it's on mobile, it's on PC. And, um, like that's a game I like to play, like to unwind
1: you know is there no there's there's TV no game. Pokemon version like that there is isn't there Pokemon training card game you can play that on your phone as well oh yeah to.
0: i I've never really been a huge fan of the t c g like I collected the cards as a kid, and like I played the um there was actually a game on the p c that taught you how to play, but then they also had, like, the Game Boy Color uh, game, which I think is the one that everybody, like, anybody who's Everyone remembers, a yeah. the like, TCG. Yeah, that game was great. Um, so, like, that is really, like, my max exposure to that because when I was growing up, I had lots of friends that collected the cards, but nobody really played the game. Um, whereas, like, I, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! And then when I was a teenager, I got into Magic. Um, and then that's been the only trading card game that i've really cared about since no, i've um, never been into I any of a magic them. deck when i was like 14 you'd like it magic's like it's, oh i know it's really i would fun. yeah it's easy, to, it's easy to pick up but difficult to master kind of thing you know like if you like you can buy like entry-level decks and play like with shit decks and have a good time um but then like there's such a crazy ceiling in terms of like what you can build and and all that kind of stuff still need you to play um,
1: inscription at some point talking of card games.
0: Yeah, one of these days I'll get to it. Uh but yeah, so I mean like those are the games that like I'm kind of into right now in terms of like the games I'm just playing for myself and like they're not things I haven't done coverage for. It's just like now that they're kind of out of the zeitgeist, like I'm just playing them to play them, right? Like if I was really really being obsessive about playing for the show, I probably would have put Horizon down for a little bit and started playing Elden Ring, but um, I'm just not motivated to do that, right? Like, it's I, I like Elden Ring from what I've played. I'm excited to play some more tonight, but, you know, the thing I'm really, really, like, obsessing about right now is Horizon more
1: than anything. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I guess usually it's not this ram-packed, so I do kind of feel that we have choices as to what we can play, but there definitely has been some kind of pressure the last few months. Um that yeah. like the only reason I picked up Elden Ring at all was because one of us really should have played it, considering people were saying it was like game of the year and we knew it would yeah. it would do well um in terms of like people people tuning in who maybe have never listened to the show and it definitely did when we had new comments on YouTube, new subscribers, things like that. So there is definitely pressure. Having said that though, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm enjoying these games so much that it doesn't feel like it's a chore to play them. It's not like when we've reviewed games in the past, like what's that name? Coconut games or whatever it is. They used to coconut Island. (laughs) games. Yeah. Yeah. The game you reviewed was just like garbage games. Uh,
0: Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, that's the nice thing about our show and our format. Right. And like the relationship we have with you, the listener is like, y'all are, are, gracious enough to tune in and listen to the show to because you just want to hear what we think and like we i don't feel the pressure to be like i need to beat this game for a review episode because like that's just not our model right so like i don't feel like i need to rush through a game i've been waiting for for five years um so that i can say ah it's a nine out of ten right like that's not that's not what we do that's not our goal as as commentators um so for me like I don't usually feel like I won't say that there's no pressure cuz like you said Elden Ring is I wouldn't have bought Elden Ring if you know uh the community wasn't like please play Elden Ring and you know, like a sovi threw like 90 some subs at us <laughs> on Twitch like yeah play Elden Ring play Elden Ring I'm like all right yeah sure like no problem um and like Metroid for example is a game that we only played because of coverage right like I was genuinely interested in it but the only reason I became interested in it after being like, "Ah, I don't really care. Metroid's not for me was because we covered it. And we talked to, you know, uh, we had Richard and 10 Mouse on the show and we, we talked about, you know, pre coverage and then max came on and like, I got wrapped up in the excitement for that game and was like, I'll bite, like, let's cover it. And then I fell in love with it, you know? So I think as much as like that pressure can sometimes be, you know, um, like stressful is probably not the right word, but like, Games are a hobby, right? Like, video games are are, uh, our hobby. But because we do work around it, there is, like... Sometimes pressure for me to touch on things that other, like if I was just a regular consumer, I would never even think well, about it.
1: And you wouldn't, you wouldn't but, buy at launch, right? You know, you, neither no. of us would have picked Alden Ring up at launch because we were right in the middle of playing Horizon. We'd have, I'd f- borrow it from yeah. a friend later or,
0: or, you know, or, or never play it at all and be like, I don't like those games and I don't have any reason to force myself to try and understand them because who cares, right? I'm doing this for fun. It's like, that, it would be like if I was like, you know, I really don't like uh sitcoms. For example, even though y'all know I like sitcoms. But like I really feel like I should have a broader diet as a television watcher. So I'm going to force myself to watch sitcoms just so I can Would have the hell
1: have them. to sit through Seinfeld or uh, Parks and Recreation. I just can't imagine you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know what I mean though,
0: right? Like it's like th- like those are things you just do for leisure, right? So like there's no pressure to have a take on something right whereas like there is that here but because of it i do try things i wouldn't try and i've expanded my tastes and i get you know i get to um get opinions and feedback from other people and you know i think there are a lot of games that like i probably wouldn't have given a proper shake if it wasn't for content you know like metroid or you know i mean maybe even persona right like like, that's something
1: where, like, I, I had know. friends yeah, I felt that were pushing like, me yeah, to play I, it. And, I, I felt like you played that just on your own accord. You were just like, I think I'm finally going to pick it up. I think you got it on a sale or something, didn't you? Persona I got or? it on a
0: sale, yeah. But it was also a thing where, like, because Zade was constantly like, oh, you should play it. You should, Like, it was something that was, like, on the back of my mind of, like, yeah, maybe I should give this a shot again, right? Like, uh, you know, I have a bunch of friends who say it's their favorite game of all time. Like, you know, I, maybe I should give it a shot. Um... So yeah I don't know you know it's like it's a double-edged sword but it's it's not something that I I I don't often find it to be detrimental because ultimately if I don't want to play a game and I say to you the listener right like hey I'm not interested in this and I'm not going to play it like nobody gives me shit right so like you know ultimately uh, I'm looking forward to you
1: picking FIFA 22 up 23. They're always name the wrong yeah
0: look if somebody wants me to play fifa they can buy me a copy and i'll play it like once and then be like this is too hard and then i'll stop playing it like what i did with nba 2k
1: yeah but i'm really <laughs> looking forward to your definitive review of mario hoops 3v3
0: yeah i got it. i gotta <laughs> you gotta track gotta down a copy of that, that yeah <laughs> i know but even then, it's like I don't have a 3ds with a capture card. I think I need to
1: just like you on buy Wii a U, copy. Get a Wii U. Buy it on the eShop before that closes. It's on the Wii U yeah, eShop, apparently. Oh my god! Let's go. Okay, <laughs> Mario Hoops. <laughs> Wii U. All right. I'll pull Imagine this if in. it's so good that you keep the Wii U connected, and that's the only thing you play on the Wii U. Is Mario Hoops? Stranger things have happened, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, this was a DS game. Originally,
1: yeah. huh? so you have the... Come on, the bottom man. Screen we were... ...on the, on the game pass. us fucking go already. Can we just get a new it's one? It's a Square what? Enix it's... game, so it probably didn't reach their expectations.
0: I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> so any any other games that have been in your rotation like, that you're not talking about these so, days, or are you just all in on Elden Ring? Mm,
1: I'm all in on Elden Ring. My, my, my Wind Down game at the end of every night in bed is Wordle. I'll do it before I go to bed every single night. I'll log on to the New York Times website, play Wordle. I love it. I love that game. I, I Something about it. And I know it's just a weird little word game that one person made for his wife, and, which is really cool. I love the story behind it. It's great. Love it. i play that and some Sudoku. And that's it. Beautiful.
0: All right. And then we got another question from one Mr. Zaidita who wrote in and said... Uh, after seeing the Persona 4 golden intro on my Twitter feed the other day, it got me thinking what some of my favorite intro slash music videos to games are. I'm curious, what are some of your favorite video game intros?
1: The, the intro to that game is so good. Do you remember it, Pete? The, like, harmonica intro? It's like this, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they shared it on Twitter the other day. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it before, because oh, I've never so, played P P4.
1: Pe- I oh was like, God. damn, that right, hard- that's gonna go straight onto your Steam wish list. Or it's probably on its way if Zaid's listening to this. I was say, I'm pretty sure Zaid <laughs> bought me a copy already. I'm yeah, pretty you, sure I own that game on Steam. He probably, I'm probably bought it for you, but knowing you, you probably didn't click accept. So it probably just got refunded straight back to it. I swear to God I
0: did, but maybe I didn't. I don't know. That's a game I would love to play. Oh, I've like thought about streaming that. But it's like, again, it's like, Jesus Christ. So I have like 300 hours to play this game? It's not that long. I'll be streaming it for five years. It's not as
1: long as Persona 5. And the dungeons aren't anywhere near as good because they're all like mementos. They're all just procedurally generated. They're not like handcrafted. You're just basically walking down a load of corridors all the time.
0: All right. It says it's
1: only like 68 hours
0: to beat. That's not that Eh, bad.
1: Not that bad. Nothing. Easy peasy.
0: (laughs) That's still really long. If I stream that right, like
1: so, if I sh- if every stream is two hours, that would take me forty five weeks. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to do more than one stream a week to see anything for it, isn't it?
0: Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, maybe that's the maybe. perfect game for a maybe. handheld.
1: That was the perfect game for the Vita. It was great. Yeah.
0: Oh, you mean you mean this? The place is Vita. <laughs> Vita means love. Vita means life. <laughs> Uh, so favorite video game intros. Um, I mean, Persona Fives is a
1: great one. Yeah. Um I've heard that song on BBC saber all the time. So good.
0: bum bum bum. So good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the music in that game just slaps,
0: right? Like it's it's this that style yeah. is so fucking good. Um, one of the ones that always comes to mind for me is the uh, the original. Um, it's like red, uh, blue, and yellow Pokemon intro where like. You have the whole, it's like the, the if it's red version, it's Nidorino and Gengar, and then if it's blue, it's Jigglypuff, and, like, there's the little fight that happens, and then the one of them shoots forward, and then it, like, spreads in, and the Pokemon goes whoosh, and, like, drops down, and then, like, the Pokemon just starts scrolling by, and it's, like, random. And I remember, like, I would sometimes sit there and be like, oh, like, let's wait and see which Pokemon come up, you know, and just, like, things like that. Like, that, that was one that I always remember fondly. Um... And then I had another one that oh oh uh it's not like much of an intro but like the Kingdom Hearts intros are always really good like they have like an intro cinematic but like specifically the menu like you get to that starting menu and it's like all white with like the hand drawn Sora and like in the first game like that that the uh, I forget is it called dearly beloved the dun 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 dun, dun, dun.
1: it's like oh. Kingdom Hearts' music is so fucking good <laughs> as well. Just I've never played those pain. games. I just don't think I would enjoy them now.
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah. Do you know one that I always stands out for me? Mario Damasu? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> good. Like, what the <laughs> Fucking kingdom's that uh, it's that like, it's all it's just all their voices and they're just making all those weird noises. <laughs> it's so I love good. Katamari. I love Katamari so goddamn much. <laughs> it's like again, talk
0: about talk about a banger of a soundtrack. Oh, like yeah. Lonely Rolling Star, like the the main catamaran. The
1: la 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 la
0: la la la.
1: It's like it's so fucking good. It's just so jovial, man. So I love that. On the other end of the spectrum, some about that Uncharted theme. It's just something about like when you hear that. Yeah. Oh, so
0: good. So
1: good. And Halo as well. It's just iconic and it brings me back to when I was a kid. Just like the.
0: <laughs> but then you get to the. <laughs> and then, like, the fucking violins come in. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Absolute banger.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You know, you know that's good video Sonic the Hedgehog as well right like lo- it loads up you get that Sega! and then he's like shaking his shaking the- his finger and stuff <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah,
0: it's good stuff it's good stuff, Steve all right, so uh jumping in to our talking point for this week, we are going to do a little check in on our predictions so back on episode 22 of the show we did our 2022 predictions where steve and i both came up with nine different uh predictions as well as one that we categorize oh no i'm sorry it's 10 we did 10 this year 10 and and a risky pick pick. yeah yeah so the risky pick is let's like a thing that we don't think is very likely but if it happens we get double points on it so uh, we figured it would be a good idea to check in on this. We've been talking about doing it for a while. We have a couple updates around, um, around some of the things that we, we talked about. Mm-hmm. So we'll check in. We'll see how we're doing. Uh, it's interesting because right now I have two that are just out. Definitely not happening. <laughs> One that I already have a point. One I've got a half a point you, all of yours are still in play except for your Risky. Yeah, my
1: Risky pick so, is toast. It's
0: interesting. Like, I'm on the board, but I also already have some that are fucking bust. So, like, <laughs> we'll see what happens. This could be this could be a watch, but who knows? So, uh, we'll, we'll go through real quick and we'll read our whole lists. Steve, why don't you go first?
1: And So, my list, number one, PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus will be combined into a single service. And I feel like this one's still likely to happen, right? We still keep hearing about the the Spartacus, Spartacus thing. They re- removed yeah. PlayStation Now gift cards from sale. Uh, PSVR2 is releasing this year for $499 and will also work PCs. We've seen the reveal of the hardware. No chance. But we've not seen no price chance. or whether it works with PCs or a release date yet. Or whether it will release well, that's, this year. That's a oh, three point. There's right? no way. I like, uh, can get a third if it releases this year. A third if it's yeah. like 499 or a third if they announce it works with PCs. Right, so that we'll see. That's worth pointing out too, yeah, that we this year we added half mm-hmm. points. So like
0: anything that anytime we add an additional detail, it becomes a fraction, right? So like if if any of those things happen, Steve is correct. So like if it if it doesn't come out this year, but they do announce it's gonna be four ninety nine and work with PCs, then he'd get two thirds of a point. Mm-hmm. So still a lot of opportunity for you to get points there, even if it doesn't come out, but I don't know, buddy. I feel like I feel like two out of three of these are definitely wrong. Personally.
1: Which which two do you think is wrong, the PC one? Or the, the price. The PC one and the releasing this year. The you price I t- could see being right. Yeah, I, I don't think they can go higher than the PS five price. I just don't, no. don't think they can.
0: And I think that was I think that was the case with the V R, right? It was it was around the same price as the base PlayStation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much bang up. So, that seems that seems reasonable especially with me. the tech that they've revealed this in there with the like yeah, rumble like, built into the head coming under $500 and...
0: seems like I mean coming further under 500 than that seems like mm. not I don't know how they could do that without it being a loss maker and I don't know maybe they can justify that I
1: don't think they can because I but. don't think the software sells enough for them to to make money otherwise right
0: yeah So we'll see on that one. Uh,
1: Number three, Microsoft will release new hardware available through Xbox All Access. Probably won't know until November time on that one. But I'm going to say it's probably looking increasingly unlikely at this point. Um, Yeah, I think the fact that we haven't heard anything about it makes me think probably no. Yeah but uh, that i wonder might be if that e3 won't happen like thing. next year it could be like an e3 thing like oh and now we're doing a new SKU of the series x like it's like a, a two terabyte model or a four terabyte model that you can now get through xbox all access or whatever um yeah i think they're going to want a reason for people to upgrade because they want to keep bringing in those 30 dollars a month uh Number four, a publisher or developer will make a point of saying, and it doesn't include any NFTs during a presentation. We've seen a lot of them doing this in tweets, in press releases, in just like general announcements of games, but we haven't had any presentations yet where this has been the case. I could still see this happening. I still think NFTs are uh, have had been totally jolted out of the game industri- industry. And this is one where we had discussed
0: it, where it was like, it has to happen at a presentation. It can't just be like the press release thing because I was like, that's too easy. It's too much of a slam dunk. So if I I got half the point because
1: people said it and it doesn't include any NFTs. No, that's what I'm saying. We agreed it has to to be. It has to happen at a
0: presentation. Yeah, because it's too like, because yeah, like, of course somebody said that, right?
1: Uh, number five a new Xbox controller with adaptive triggers will be announced we'll see number six a new Astro game will be announced number seven Horizon Forbidden West will be available on PC in 2022 that would probably Not should have chance. been a risky pick number eight Activision Blizzard will uni- unionize I could still see that happening at this point but it's looking less and less likely the, with the Microsoft deal
0: yeah the acquisition means that's probably a lot less likely but you never know
1: Number nine, Half-Life Alex will come to consoles. I think that is very much contingent on PSVR 2 releasing this year, and if it doesn't, then it's not going to happen. Uh, people will say Cyberpunk 2077 is finally good if the next-gen release will have a redemption arc like No Man's Sky. I have seen people say it's good, but it hasn't had yeah, that. Yeah, but nobody one.
0: said that.
1: Yeah, and it's like it came out with like a whimper. I yeah. was like, I don't know about that one, buddy. And then my risky pick... <laughs> Which is funny now I look at it, was Microsoft will acquire Bungie. <laughs>
0: so fucking close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong fucking platform holder that I selected there. So I'm I'm one down of my risky pick. The rest of them are. If all it wasn't a for. risky
0: pick, it's funny. If you had made that a regular pick, I would have given you the half point. Oh, they got acquired. Like that was close.
1: Can I have half a point on that then? Can I No, uh,
0: no, because then you'll just have a point. Like, cause it's two. You know, it's uh, we, agree I, we can't do that on the riskies. We have great
1: fractions. I didn't I didn't hear that it wasn't on the riskies. Oh come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll argue cheap. with you at the It'll end of the year you. when we add the points. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll bring, well, you know what we'll do when we tally these? We'll have to bring in like Chewie or somebody to be a third party arbitrator so that when we disagree, there can be a (laughs) tiebreaker. Or we do it live. We do a live episode and we have like a chat. We may have to do that, yeah. (laughs) So the community can decide. Uh, Okay. So my number one is PSVR 2 will not be released this year due to chip shortages. I stand
1: by that. Yeah, so, it's, so uh, you're at half a point if it is announced that there's chip short, like not announced that there's chip shortages, but it's delayed. I, I we'll probably have to di- discuss that based on how
0: the news comes out because I feel like we might not be able to observably prove that. You know, so we we'll ha- we might have to. We might have to just make that a one mm-hmm. point thing, and and just take that other because, like, I don't know that there's any way we can like prove or disprove it. I think
1: um, we'll know though; like, it will be like a Bloomberg article or something. Like, could not be. Right, that's get that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah.
0: But I feel like if we get to the end of the year and like it hasn't come out and there's been no mention of it and we just don't know, then I we just you know we'll just chuck that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, because I think that should be the rule if we can't prove something and it's like part of a point value like a multi-point value you just make it a single point and it's either it's binary at that point um so then two is xbox will not release new hardware at the end of the xbox all access due to chip shortages (laughs) uh number three NFTs will be an extremely talk, co- common talking point in gaming this year. They will be unpopular with most gamers and largely unsuccessful. Backlash or regulation slash pressure from governments will cause traditional games publishers to get gun shy about it in the latter half of the year.
1: I wonder, uh, I wonder I, how uh, much this is going to be affected by other things going on in the world because the pressure on crypto seems to have been eased off a little bit while there's other more pressing events happening
0: it's true um yeah but i mean uh we're also uh we got that new climate report from the un so we'll see how that we'll see how that plays out uh number four steam deck will be delayed again definitely was not Gabe Lost. Newell
1: was delivering them on that by one. hand on time
0: it was like this close, though, right? Like there was like a moment where
1: it was like, uh oh, yeah, they still they, they still delivered it. them in that February, was- though. So absolutely, and yeah, we're still so- in Q, we're still in Q two now. So even if it was like yeah. end of March, though it wasn't hitting, they'd have still still hit. I think.
0: the The thing that I want to see is if they end up delaying one of the later pushes, then I'm gonna lobby for half points.
1: Absolutely not. They haven't delayed any of them. In fact, they brought people's forwards. Which has been awesome to see. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for like the first week of April. I get that email because they send them out every Monday, yeah. so I've got like three weeks to go when I'm in the q2 slot and I could potentially be ordering a steam deck. I can't wait. Did you see that they've released the Windows drivers for it today as well? Yeah, yeah, so you I can saw officially today. install Windows on it, make this a game pass machine oh it's going to be it's going to be incredible. Like you can just dual boot Windows and c m o s if you want to. That would be perfect.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. <sighs> part of me really wants to get my hands on one, and part of me feels like if I get it, I will never, not ever use it.
1: I think. You're, <laughs> so. Do you do you play handheld like on the sofa? You do. Like you have a mm-hmm. TV game. I feel like it yeah. would be perfect for you then. Yeah, Cause I, I could finally play Inscription. Yeah, you can finally play Inscription. I think I probably would have played most of Elden Ring in that way if I'd have had it. You have it on PC? No, but if I had the Steam Deck, I probably would have bought it there.
0: Oh, that would have been a mistake though.
1: The PC version's not good. <laughs> no, well, the, right? Not, that... None of the versions are that good. Like the Xbox version hits like 45 frames a second at times. It's...
0: Yeah, but doesn't the PC version like crashes all the time? Yeah, that, it's really I thought bad. I just saw it. Really
1: they just updated it. Although
0: Jason Trier was on... tweeting about how it's like crashing every time he boots it up. Oh dear.
1: Okay. Maybe not then.
0: Which is I wouldn't I wouldn't get the PC version. <laughs> I mean, not yet, right? They'll, I'm sure they'll patch it. Yeah. Exit. But um, as it stands, it, it seems like it's not the best way to play. Um. So then number five, I had Horizon Forbidden West releases on time. Half a point. God of War nobody, is delayed.
1: Uh, literally nobody in the community, Pete, can believe that you were able to get that across. You were able to get that one Here's through. the thing.
0: Everybody in the community has created this narrative mm. around this thing as like the... Ge- First of all, <laughs> when I made the prediction, it was not a lock that the game was coming out when it was said to come out. Games get delayed all the time. Uncharted Four was delayed within a month of one of its proposed release dates. Mm. That's not so it was the last ridiculous. Of us, too. Also, right. Also, also, Steve has multiple things on his list that are just like oh yeah like this thing that like like number
1: 1 that's a reported thing like that's not a prediction no, 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 you're just saying happen. that you
0: think a report
1: is true yeah. well the OLED, you know the the switch 4k model that didn't happen did it so who knows if this happened? no happen. but my that's my whole point though so how is that any different because than me it's not like saying an oh yeah this game's going to come out it, but yes anyway you have it on the board so you've got your half a point you know it's there it's you've got it I'm not allowed my one point yeah. for Bungie getting acquired, but you can have your half point for that one. Oh,
0: don't you, you know, you're such a <laughs>
1: you're such a cheater. You're such a fucking cheater.
0: <laughs> Number six. Uh Sony will reveal their first new internal PS5 IP. So this is in an interesting thing because like Returnal, like, kind of it came out is last that year. but it not because but the thing is, it came out before Housemark was acquired. They were in an internal but it's studio. A Sony when IP, that
1: regardless, because it was published by them, so they own it.
0: Right, but I said internal PS Five IP. So I mean, like we'll see the first new IP from one of Sto- Sony's family of studios. Oh, okay, so that includes Housemark now, but at the time it wasn't right. So. It's in no. this weird no, like th- th- gray area. No, you don't get
1: that one at all for House Like just because that game came out. No, last no, year. no. That no. That's my point.
0: Mm-hmm. Is I'm saying the reason Returnal doesn't count as the first original IP, they had and that's them, why yeah. this. Yeah, I was just explaining this prediction because I could see someone being like, "Oh, well, what about Returnal? That's that is it, right?" But no, it isn't. Not really. Um, so I mean, like. You know, we see a new IP you see from a new naughty, like, dog naughty, Game. naughty Dog, yeah. or right, or something like that. Um, I can't see this happening. to mean, be
1: honest. like I'm more and more, and, no? and I guess we went internal IP because you didn't mean like because like, Wolverine had been announced, right? And you were just like, I can't you brought be like, that up,
0: and I and I said I don't really feel like that counts, yeah. like I, you know, like I mean, honestly, like it literally does, right? Like it should. It's not their I guess, IP though, but like, so it's a new internal it's not what I IP. Meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not what I meant when I said it. Um, so I'm not going to take a point for that, even though I I feel like I, if I was gonna, if I was like really trying to play the game, I would argue that that counts.
1: Was that but, announced this year? Wasn't that um, announced last year? Was it? I have no I, no concept of time anymore, Pete. So
0: whatever, what I what I clearly mean is like a new IP from Naughty Dog yeah. or Insomniac or, or you know any of Bend, any of those studios, right? Um... I think I think it'll still happen. I think the idea of them showing off a new IP that's a couple of years away in the same way they had that one E3 presentation where they're like, here's Horizon, here's God of War, here's No Man's Sky, right? Like all those things were revealed at the same event. I just um, felt like I there's think, so
1: th- many probably sequels in the works that those are what we're going to see. Like we've already had Horizon this year, we're getting a God of War this year. We've had a Gran Turismo this year.
0: We'll see if we do.
1: I could see. Like, I think there's going to be an Astro game, but that's not a new IP because we've had Astro before. So I guess maybe we, we could know see Naughty something Dog's working on a new IP,
0: though. We know are, that are they going to announce Bend that is... before
1: Factions, though.
0: Maybe I, I don't know. It's we'll see, but that's why it's you know it's a gamble, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I don't think it's it's guaranteed, but. There's also a lot of studios like somebody like Pixel Opus could announce something new, right? Like there, there's still opportunity, I think, for them to, to show off something new. And I feel like they're going to want to do that because I think they're, they're not going to want the identity of the PS5 to just be sequels to the best games on PS4.
1: You know, yeah, they're going to want to have be right, like yeah. but they ha- that new thing. I think, yeah, and I guess Microsoft this year do have new things coming out, don't they? They've got... um. Uh, starfield coming out which is a new ip from bethesda big big one that's huge so they're probably going to want something and it's like yeah so i I, the idea of them revealing something
0: to show like hey like this is what you have to look forward to don't forget this is why you bought a ps5 feels like a natural choice Mm -hmm. seven worldwide chip shortages will continue console droughts into 2023 that
1: seems to be true. Seems seems likely, <laughs> so but yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I guess, because it might be that December is just like, oh, there's shitloads now. You can just walk into Best Buy and pick one up, and it'd be nice. Yep. I really hope could we'll happen at any point. point. Yeah,
0: I mean, and, and who knows? Like, you know, there's that whole like, um, like the U.S. government is like looking into legislating around crypto, and like if that happens, and then like crypto farms dry up, like. That could be it, right? That could be it. And then chip shortages are done. Um, So we'll see. Number eight, both Xbox and PlayStation will make at least one major studio acquisition each. I got that one.
1: Yeah, weeks, (laughs) mere weeks apart from one another. It was ridiculous. Although the Xbox one might fall through because if it doesn't go through, that doesn't count. So then I guess they got to buy someone else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see, right? Like, uh, if if it falls through and, and I get a half a point, I guess I got a half you a got point. More,
1: like, more points than me, you know? I'm just clutching straws and all.
0: I got 1.5 right now. <laughs> uh, number nine, Rivet and Kit will be revealed. It's a Miles Morales-style spinoff. I really hope so. I hope so, yeah. And then number ten, video games will continue to make... Uh, to take over movies and TV, uh, which it me- basically means at least two critically acclaimed, which we de- we defined as certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes, uh, adaptations will be released.
1: We haven't had one I think yet, I'm still right? Get Uncharted, certified rotten by <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. It was 41% I'm I... looking at right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other ones... Nothing's come I out I feel yet. like one other th- Oh, Cuphead! Cuphead came out. That was the other thing that came out. I don't know how that did.
1: Uh, Cuphead show. Uh, 67% but it's not certified fresh.
0: Fuck. <laughs> That's bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're three points off from that being a fresh certification. No, 80 All right, I, I gotta go. fresh. Okay. Oh, so it's like way off. Yeah. So it's, it's basically it's got to get an 8 out of 10 to be certified fresh. Okay. No luck there. But you st- that's a it'll shame. happen, because we, uh, although it's not going to be the the HBO show for The Last of Us because that's not coming out until 2023. We do have
0: uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I think we'll probably mm. cross that, right?
1: No. Critics do not like video game movies. <laughs> but it's a kid's movie. Yeah, look at Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Ah, they get 63. <laughs> Fuck critics, man. Come on. That movie's fun. You said, it's a 93 you said for the audience. critically acclaimed. You, you, they were your words. So, yeah. Maybe not then. Um,
0: I don't know. We'll see. I, I really thought the Cuphead show was going to come through for me. I really did. Uh, the Halo show's coming out. There's no way that that's going to get certified <laughs> fresh. I imagine that will not be very popular. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm not. I don't feel the most confident about it. But
1: what about the Shamu anime that came out? That came out this year. Yeah, Shamu. The anime. I think it's just called. How is it? How is it? Have no I, idea. I, uh, let's see. Shenmue, but that, you know that might that might be yeah. reviewed well. It looks- it's called the animation. The animation, not the anime. I do apologize.
0: That's funny. Oh, there's no critical consensus yet. Uh, maybe they wait till it's finished. When did Arcane come out? Damn it, that came out in 2021. <laughs> that has 100% on un- Rotten Tomatoes. How good is that show? That's insane. All right, let's see. Ho- season two. When's season two of that show coming out? I don't know. Well, whatever. We'll see about that one. I, I don't feel super confident, but it
1: could still happen. That is crazy. 100% wow. People really like that. And they, and they liked it more than critics. Critics only gave a nice six. Uh, the audience only gave a nice six. Mm. What's Arcane what based we on? See. Oh, League of Legends. Wow, okay. League of
0: Legends. Yeah. Yeah. League of Legends. A lot of lore. A lot of lore there. Mm-hmm. Um, that very few people know. Uh okay, and then my risky pick, which is already wrong, is Naughty Dog will release The Last of Us Factions to coincide with the HBO series. If it's right, it ain't happening this year because the show got delayed, <laughs> and we've still seen neither hide nor hair of The Last of Us Factions. So, uh, yeah, I don't
1: I, that one's out. Yeah, thanks, Neil Druckmann. We know it was you that delayed it just right? on purpose. You listened to this and you were just like, well, no, I'm not going to give Pete that point."
0: It's like that cheeky bastard. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that'd be cool though. Like, right like I lose the competition, but it, I would like the I would listening. I would feel well, not only is he listening, I'm in his head. Yeah. Right? Like he's he's moving a whole HBO show back <laughs> just to fuck with me like, dude, I'm living rent-free in your fucking skull. <laughs> yeah, right? That's power. That's real power like Say what you will. You messed up my predictions, but I messed up your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> All right? Like, that's – so who's to say? Neil, if you're listening, you know, hey, I really like uh, really The Last of Us, too. Love the games. Yeah, it was a great game. So, you know, hope, hope we're cool. Hope we're cool, Neil. Uh, so, everybody, uh, as it stands right now, three months into the year, Q1 nearly over, the reigning champion continues to reign 1.5 points. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good, gang. I'm feeling pretty good, and not even because I think my predictions are all going to come true, but I'm pretty confident Steve's aren't. So even if I get no more points, I feel like I might clinch it. Yeah, you
1: know? I blame I blame Microsoft and Sony for one Sony buying Bungie and Microsoft not buying them, and for Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard and and breaking that busting that union wide open. Yeah, they really they really they fucked your shit the number up. on me. <laughs> And it was like a week after we did these predictions, I was not happy.
0: I That's, I think, one of the funniest parts to me, is like how, like, within days, weeks of us making these predictions, like, there were already, it was like, oh, shit, that's out, that's out, that's out, Uh (laughs) uh-oh. If we get
1: to, like, June and all of these are red or green, we'll just have to come up with some more predictions for the second half, I think no
0: i don't think so i think
1: we just (laughs) call it a wash at that point it's like "Ah, try harder next year i guess can you You imagine if they're all just just red or green by like halfway through the year it would be so funny
0: i mean that would be hilarious because it would be like jesus what an eventful year Mm -hmm. right like we're halfway through the year and everything we possibly could think of has already happened jesus like that's cool
1: yeah well, we'll have to check in on the Nintendo ones over on Nintendo Noise this week as well.
0: Yeah, I have no concept of how many of those have come true. Or yeah,
1: now. yeah, and we did the calendar predictions over there as well. So if people- that one's totally like it's already <sighs> fucked up. I know. I know. Should we have? We- I felt so bad for He
0: guessed. Him. He guessed the exact right day, and then Advance Wars got delayed. Oh, which I mean, like, good, good choice to do that, but like. For the context of this stupid podcast that we have. Poor Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us here in another episode of the Flip Screen Games podcast. Uh, this is a fun one. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this was, was like a It was nice to have a bit of a freeform grab bag episode. Thanks, everybody who wrote in. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you want to have your thoughts right on the air, you want to come join the community, you want to show your support over on Patreon, all of the links to all of those things are on our website, flipscreen.games. Go over there. Check us out. Show your support however you choose to. We appreciate you. Go get some perks and goodies on the Patreon, like one more thing, or archives of our Twitch streams Wednesdays and Thursdays, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, but however you choose to show your support, we appreciate you. And thank you for being a part of the Flip Screen Games community. So with that, I've been Pete. He's been Steve. We've been Flip Screen Games. I'm going to go play some Elden Ring. Wish me luck. Oh, my God, wait. Quick aside. And this is still for the listener, so don't, don't you cut this out. Uh, one Matt Murphy tweeted at me because I retweeted our announcement of the stream with a gif of, of someone pouring a drink. And he goes, Oh, is this going to be you die, you drink stream? And I said, You know what? Sure. <laughs> oh my God, you're going to be fucking smashed. So make sure you tune in for that, everybody. Uh, every time I die, I'm taking a sip. <laughs> a sip of what? I hope so, I, hope we'll see what I happens. die a Coke. Jesus. Uh, I'll make myself a rum and Coke and we'll see how far <laughs> I get.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, yeah, uh, wish me luck, everybody. Go check out the VOD if you missed it live. And uh, thanks again. We'll catch you next week.